CCO time is 7.45, and that means it's time for another wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi there, Denny. How are things? Uh, things are great. What a beautiful day. We look yes, uh, for sunshine, one. 64. Going to be a great day. What, what, what are we going to talk about today? Indians, um, you yes. know, I'm going to go way off base today. And someone was asking me something the other day about vodka. And I thought, you know, I've never, ever talked about vodka. And vodka is, without question, the most popular international spirit in the entire world. It's just incredible. In this country alone, over 35 40% of all the spirits sold are vodka. And this is a, a remarkable change over time. Uh, Fifty years ago, when I got started, Haskell's had an extraordinary selection of vodkas, four. We had... Uh, Smirnoff from the United States. We had a local brand called Phillips. Um, we had Zubrovka, which is a vodka that has buffalo grass in it, and kind of was the Viagra of the 18th century and the 19th century, I might add. And uh, a little, uh, another Polish vodka, or I'm sorry, Russian vodka, Stolichnaya. And they were lingered on the shelf. And that was an enormous selection. The average store back in the 50s had no vodka, none. And what happened to popularize vodka in this country was some guy in L.A. uh, was stuck with a load of copper mugs and a bunch of ginger beer, 1,000 cases of ginger beer. Well, what was he going to do with these? Well, he went to a Beverly Hills bartender, and they created the Moscow Mule, which was vodka, ginger beer, on ice, served in the copper mug. And it became an instant sensation, and the rest is history. Vodka really took off. I remember early on when I started in the business, uh, Stolichnaya was a, a nothing brand on the shelf. It was there because it was Russian uh, but I bet you in the whole United States, they'd be lucky to sell a 1,000 cases. Uh, this is in 1970. Well, PepsiCo wanted to be the cola of Russia, and it beat out Coca-Cola because it agreed to take, instead of payment, the Russians didn't have a lot of money uh, back in the late 60s, early 70s. PepsiCo agreed to take Stolichnaya vodka, and, of course, the marketing arm of PepsiCo was enormous, and it promoted uh, Stolichnaya vodka to where it became one of the brand leaders, etc. But all of this just goes to show you, uh, vodka, you know, there's a a whole string of countries. It's called the Vodka Belt, and all of them belong to the European Union. It starts all the way out in Iceland and goes all the way around through the Baltic states, etc. Even Sweden is part of that. And uh, they all uh, are big, big vodka fans, and vodka is the most popular beverage in all those countries. I think there's about 12 of them. And, you know, it's real interesting. You know, vodka, the word vodka, means water of life, and it's Polish. Everybody thinks the Russians invented vodka. They really didn't. The Poles did. And, of course, you'll get some argument from the Swedes that say they did. But, in effect, it was Poland that invented it, and it Vodka is vod, water, cut, life. Vodka, water of life. Uh, it's like whiskey. It comes from the Gaelic word, uskabai, water of life. And the same thing we see in French 
uh, eau de vies, water of life. But anyway, vodka is an enormously popular thing. In, uh, nationally, over 400 million cases are sold internationally of vodka. And as I said, in this country alone, uh, over 35 40% of all spirits are vodka. So it's really become very, very popular. And it's a wonderful spirit because by law in the United States, vodka could have no taste or flavor. Well, that was changed not too long ago, and they allowed the introduction of flavors and that in vodkas. Uh, And uh, why not? European vodkas were clobbering American-made vodkas because they all had a little bit of flavor. And when you make vodka, the really important thing is first distillery and then the uh, material it's made from and uh, the final filtration. And that's what determines what vodkas taste like. You know, some vodkas are filtered 30, 40 times before they're ready. And uh, it's interesting today when we see how vodka is available all over the world in so many different flavors. There are, I think, over 1,500 international labels in vodka, not to mention all the private labels and and local labels, like I mentioned when I said our early on was a Philips vodka, which is locally owned. Uh, But the real difference is the source material. Vodkas generally are made with a mash of rye. And that that vodka kind of retains the notes of cinnamon, clove, pepper, nutmeg, etc., but a lot subtler, subtler than, say, rye whiskey. Uh, these vodkas have more robust flavors, and a good example of rye uh, vodkas would be Belvedere, Wairoba, Sobinski. Uh, that grain gives vodka a nutty consistency. Uh, then the wheat vodkas are distinctive. And they're less sweet than corn-based vodkas, and they have a little bit of citrusy to them. Uh, they're kind of interesting. Uh, wheat vodka's example would be Absolute Grey Goose from France. Absolute is from Sweden. Kettle One from the Netherlands. Danka from Denmark. And Pinnacle from the United States are all wheat vodkas. Corn vodkas are creamy, sweet, and buttery. Maybe think about buttered popcorn from a movie. Uh, Tito's is the best-selling craft vodka in the United States, and it's based on corn. Other ones are Lakheim, which is an Israel vodka, and New Amsterdam vodka, which is owned by the Gallo Company here in this country. Uh, other vodkas are can be produced, uh, again, with uh, white corn, and there's one from Buffalo Trace Distillery called Rain Vodka, And it's wonderful. It's made from white corn because white corn is generally sweeter than yellow corn, although the level of sweetness depends on the specific variety of the sweet corn. Crystal Head, which is owned by Dan Aykroyd, and Iceberg are Canadian vodkas that are made with yellow corn. And they're made with a special yellow corn, which is called peaches and cream. I'd love to try that corn on the cob uh, from that peaches and cream corn. It just sounds good. Finlandia vodka, which is very popular from Finland, is based on a barley uh, barley base. And uh, Krakowia from Poland is also based on barley. Uh, Chopin, which is believed to be a potato vodka, 
is in fact based on a potato mash and cereal grain, a combination of wheat and potatoes. And it produces, Chopin is a very good vodka. It was at one time locally owned, uh, but now it's owned by a big international conglomerate. But uh, Stolichnaya, for example, is a variety of wheats. Uh, Smirnoff, our own vodka in this country, is mixed grain. Sky Vodka is mixed grain. Van Gogh is a mixed grain of wheat, corn, and barley. But you see how they get the flavor. Again, it's an amount of distilling. And it's gotten to be kind of a fad thing with vodka is how many times you distill it and what you distill it through. Uh, for example, Grey Goose, which is very popular from France, is distilled five times. So is New Amsterdam and Svenka from here. Uh, Chopin from Poland, Belvedere from Poland. Uh, they do a quadruple uh, distillation, so, or in other words, four times. And uh, so they claim that that's how you get the difference in the texture and quality. As I said, it it's all depends on the distillation style, what they started with. They even make vodka out of sugar cane. They can make vodka out of anything. In fact, the one of the biggest producers of neutral grain spirits is Archer Daniel Midland, which is a big agricultural conglomerate that's well-known in Minnesota here. They're the largest seller of a distillate alcohol, and a lot of these uh, vodka people don't make their own distillate. They buy it from Archer Daniel Midland, and then they begin to tinker with it with distillation and then filtration. And filtration can be done through so many things, and some of them boast the fact that they just uh, filter through gold or they filter. The most common thing is carbon, and that's the best. But I, like I say, they do it through gold flakes, gold thread. In Russia, that's very, very popular. Russia's standard, which is their largest selling vodka in Russia, is filtered through gold. Uh, and I don't think it tastes much different than filtering it through anything else. But they filter it through gold and platinum, etc. But the most common one to filter it through is uh, basically carbon, which makes pretty good vodka. And like I said, that's that's the production, and that's why it's made that way. And it's interesting that a spirit that's so totally neutral uh, as vodka is so enormously popular all over the world. So popular that it's the largest selling spirit in the entire world. And I think that goes a lot to the fact that vodka is so neutral. It blends with everything else you mix it with. And I thank heavens for that guy who invented the Moscow Mules, so vodka finally became popular in this country. And, uh, it, and it's, who could have dreamt 50 years ago that you'd see whole sections of vodka? Today we have over 95 different vodkas, and the, the area uh, and the arena that it's in, vodka, is a growing arena. It's, it's just amazing to me that the... Neutral spirit of vodka has gotten so tremendously popular. And uh, the United States regulations have become a little lax to allow flavoring, etc. And, you know, just imagine when you think about all these numbers, how much, uh, shall we say, bathtub gin vodka is made around the world. Uh, It's absolutely amazing. So there's, there you have it, Denny. I a love little it. something on 
uh, the wonderful spirit that is known as vodka. I, I think you're right. I don't think we've ever chatted about that before. That's no, and it, I, it's probably a bunch of useless information, no. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of interesting when someone asked me about vodka, and I did a little reading up on it, and I thought, my God, what a transformation has occurred, and that's just in our lifetime. Oh, it's for sure. absolutely incredible. And if folks want to browse through, uh, if uh, Haskell's, if they're picking up some wine, they can they can certainly check out all the uh, the vodkas that yes. uh, Haskell sells. We have, like we did 50, 60 years ago, we have the largest selection of vodkas in the state. And right now, of course, our big promotion is our Haskell's annual fall sale, which is something not to be missed. And as a feature in the fall sale, we have the fall six for 60. That's where you get six bottles of wine, for $60, and the wines have been chosen by Ted Farrell, and he's picked a La Gondola Pinot Grigio, a wonderful wine from Italy, great aperitif wine on a day like today to sit on the patio and have a glass of Pinot Grigio, and La Gondola is one of the best. Fordant Sauvignon Blanc, well, if you were going to cook some shrimp on the barbie, that would be a perfect choice. It's from France, it's a little more sophisticated than most Sauvignon Blanc. And it's part of the 6 for 60 package. We also have a Cote de Rhone, Chateau de Gaville. Uh, it's a red Cote de Rhone. It would be absolutely delicious with something, uh, say you were going to have uh, uh, light meat like burgers. Uh, it would be just great. And then Chateau du Lort, which is a red Bordeaux, absolutely cries for a little lamb chop if you're going to cook it on the grill. Lascano Cabernet oh, be perfect with a... A nice, thick, juicy steak. And Fletcher's of the Andes, Malbec, is, of course, delicious and great with barbecued ribs. So there you have it. Six for 60, a Pinot Grigio, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Red uh, Rhone, a Bordeaux Red, a Cabernet, and a Malbec from Argentina, and all for 60 bucks. And don't forget, we do deliver that. And there is a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's the Haskell's in Fairboat right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. It's enormous. Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis has free parking both on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskell's.com and tour the vineyards of the world on our website. And also on our website, you'll find our catalog for the fall sale. And don't forget, Haskell's does deliver or you can pick it up, and we observe all of the safety and sanitary regulations. Very good, Jack. Let's talk again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thank you, Jack.